Invisibles. I'm here to highlight something that <laughs> is keeping me up at night. And I know this group really understands what I'm about to say. I know we're all focused on the 2022 midterm elections and they are incredibly important. But we also have to look ahead because you know what? Our opponents certainly are. Right-wing extremists already have a plan to literally steal the next presidential election. And they're not making a secret of it. The right-wing controlled Supreme Court may be poised to rule on giving state legislatures, yes, you heard me that correctly, state legislatures the power to overturn presidential elections. Just think, if that happens, the 2024 presidential election could be decided not by the popular vote or even by the anachronistic electoral college, but by state legislatures many of them Republican-controlled. But there's also good news in the face of this very real threat to democracy. Indivisible has launched Crush the Coup to make sure we're ready to defend democracy in 2024. They've put together a list of critical races in six key states and how you can get involved. Will you support Crush the coup by donating to indivisible and state legislature candidates. Each of these races is highly competitive and your dollars could very well decide the winners and the winner of the next presidential election. This could not be more important or more urgent. All right, welcome back. It's hump day. Oh boy. Her acting is absolutely terrible. You know, I'm definitely not an actor, nor do I claim to be, but my God, you think after all these years of being involved in politics that she could read something and sound a little bit more sincere and a little less like a robot. Uh, it, believe me, it looked as bad as it sounded, if you see the video. I, I just, the Democrats are scared. I mean, these people are petrified of what is about to happen in November. And what's going to happen going forward? The American people see what they're doing, so they don't want any of it. You know, I don't. I can't. I can't find a person. I was trying to go around and ask a bunch of people: Are you happy? Are you happy with the economy? Are you truly happy with the way things are? Is Joe Biden doing it for you? Where you at? I couldn't find one that would say anything positive. The best I got was silence. They just didn't want to talk about it, which is, you know, to be expected because. All before the 2020 election, they were all uh, jumping and screaming and beating their chest. Joe Biden, we got to get rid of Trump, and this is what you got now. And since this is what you got, you're not real happy about it. It's better for you to just keep your mouth shut, and that's where some of them were at. Others were more open and admitted that they made a mistake, and they wish they could have taken that back, regardless of what mean tweets were going out from Trump, that they should have voted with their mind instead of their heart, they should have looked at it and said, you know, policy-wise, President Trump was the clear uh, choice, but uh, they didn't. They voted for Joe Biden anyways because in their heart, they just didn't want this mean orange guy on stage that was saying mean things to people that they couldn't tolerate. Hillary Clinton, it's amazing. It's always the same with this lady. 
besides not being able to act, which, yeah, it is what it is. She's more, more fear porn. Her trying to get people scared about the elections coming up because they know how bad they're about to do in November. So she's trying to scare the hell out of everybody to get them to vote the way she wants them to vote. She's already prepping people to be able to say in 2024, if the election doesn't go the way they want it to, that the election was stolen and they're asking you for more money. (laughs) Big surprise from the Clintons. Uh, Give me your money. Republicans bad, they stole elections, Uh, this is what's coming, get ready, and by the way, uh, once again, give me some more money. Yeah, a typical Clinton move. There will be no stolen election in 2024, you guys are going to give it away. All the Democrats are going to give that one away. Look at what we are up against right now. If the red wave that everybody is anticipating is about to happen... And you have mainly Republican governors in states. I think it's poised to be about 33 Republican governors. If we get there, the wave will be so big that it's undeniable what people really want in the United States. So they have to get prepared for the next election. You notice that she's talking about 2024 mainly. Yes, she's starting to spread the fear, but she's talking about 2024 mainly because I think that they've all conceded that they're about to get hammered. Not to mention, in 2024, the reason that they're already beginning to work on that, because, you know, as soon as November's over, as soon as we're over here in a couple weeks and it's been decided, you know, it's going to be right on to the next. There, there will be no slowing down at this point. We used to have a little bit of a breather, you know, six months to a year in between the nonsense. This is going to continue on and on and on, and it's really going to depend, depend on who comes out and says that they're going to run for president? And I, you know what I'm talking about. But whoever comes out and says they're going to run for president is running against a guy like this. And you're elected the highest ranking black Indian with Indian background woman in American history to be. That right now, who's the guy? Is the guy who who they have? That's whoever is going to run. That is the challenger. Well, I'd be scared too. (laughs) He is so dumb. I would be scared too. If I was in fear of losing power and that was my, my best shot, that's my, my best person to put forward. That's the best candidate I got. I'd be scared too. Who else are they going to run? You don't have anybody. I know there was some talk about Gavin Newsom. I mean, yeah, uh, that one is going to be so easily dismissed because really all you have to do is show California. Oh, you want Gavin Newsom to be president? Okay, well, get ready for streets like this and you can show everybody living on the streets and pooing and peeing on the streets. Or you could show all the drug uses, prostitution, how the budget is just destroyed and California is just an asshole. Okay. So if they want, they can go that route. You know, that one wouldn't be hard to beat either. So him or Joe Biden, toss up. What does it matter? You got uh, the the witless wonder or you got Gavin Newsom who just thinks he's so pretty, but yet his uh, state is not so much. Or you could run some of their bigger stars. And who is that? Oh, let's see, AOC. there's, There's a solid choice. You know, I mean, between her and Biden, that might be a toss up on who's actually smarter. When Biden's got his thoughts together, maybe he's a little smarter than AOC. She may be very popular in the Democratic Party, but I can tell you one thing that's not very popular right now. Their little socialist 
agenda, all these little socialists that are running around uh, in the Capitol. Yeah, people are seeing that now and they don't want any of that. So AOC outside of her district there in New York, I don't see her doing very well. Uh, So who else? Who else are they going to run? Who do you got? Kamala Harris would be the next natural choice if Joe Biden was going to say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to actually run. She would be their natural choice because the Democratic Party, if they believe in what they say they believe in, she was VP. It's a woman. She's black. It's everything they want it to be. About the only other thing that it could possibly be is if she was gay. Okay. So, uh, and then that's it tops their list of of check marks that look we've got the most inclusive person ever in the world up there they can't run her because she's even a bigger moron than AOC so she can't run that would be the natural choice that's that's who you would assume would be next in line you're going to bring Hillary Clinton back out you're going to dust her back off to lose again because the Democratic Party don't really like the Clintons they want the Clintons to go away nobody likes the Clintons I don't see them running her who do you got left? Oh, Pete Buttigieg. Yeah, that's all inclusive there too. The guy that was wearing a prosthetic breast to feed the child that they gave him. <laughs> he can't even control the energy sector. Has no idea what the hell he's doing. We're going to let that guy run the country. See, they got nothing and they're afraid. And they got to start now. They got to try to make you afraid. That's their whole game plan. We got to get these people scared to death that their way of life is about to be lost to these radicals. The Supreme Court is never going to allow that to happen. Constitutionally, if you follow the Constitution, which conservatives tend to follow the Constitution, as opposed to liberals who just want to destroy the document, you're never going to have state legislatures decide elections. It's not going to happen. It's the people that decided. It's the Electoral College, which the Democrats do not care for. That's what decides elections. My advice, don't buy into the fear. Pay attention to what's going on around you. Understand that who's in control right now, and that's the reason your life is the way it is, and vote accordingly. Now, what might the Democrats be facing in 2024? Why are they so scared? Well, we all know that for at least... A year now, especially since the last election, um, Trump has not officially announced anything, but you can't say that, for the most part, he has been alluding to running in 2024, and I think that most people want him to. He has been the consistent frontrunner for the Republican Party since 2020, unless something happens with his health or, or anything of that nature. I I honestly believe he's going to run. And some news came out a couple days ago. And a lot of times I just get to these things. It's if if I tried to give you everything day in and day out, uh, it would be a disaster. There, there's just too much going on. So I know that maybe sometimes I'm a little behind or maybe sometimes I'm a little ahead and you get it right away. But I try to bring things to you with what makes sense to me. Going back to it, uh, former President Donald Trump is considering choosing Georgia Republican Marjorie Taylor Greene as his 2024 running mate, according to the New York Times Magazine journalist Robert Draper. He, uh, during an interview that he had on the Daily Beast, 
the new Abnormal podcast. Draper claimed that discussions had been ongoing for months and alleged that Trump has toyed with the idea of selecting Green to join his ticket since February of last year. Uh, He said it's been discussed repeatedly and that uh, what is Trump concerned most about uh, as far as the VP is considered is what happened with Mike Pence. He wants somebody that's going to be loyal to him and Marjorie Taylor Greene has been extremely loyal to him and the United States. Uh, I, I don't want it to sound like that. That sounds bad the way he's putting it. She's been loyal to the United States. She believes there were problems in the 2020 election. And there were, there was a lot of problems in the 2020 election and she has been very vocal about it, which she should be. I mean, it's free country, freedom of speech. And if she saw things, she's, she's in a little different position than me or you are in, you know, we're outsiders looking in, she's closer to the inside so she's going to have a little more insight into things than we would. And people don't like her because why? She's fiery and feisty. I, I mean, I like the way she gets down. Do I think she'd be a good VP? Oh, man, it would be it would be bad for Democrats. Because you got two people that are unafraid and are going to do what's best for this country, period. You got Trump coming back with nothing to lose. Four years to go. He comes back. Drops the hammer, not afraid, not worried of re-election. There's no worries there. And then you got Green coming in. Good choice of a running mate. It's another woman, which is perfect. Number one, because it just gives less firepower to the left. They're going to attack her anyways. Uh, but they have to ease it off a little bit just because she is a woman. And then number two, because men and women are so different and they think differently, generally if you put two, uh, two giants together like that, they work together. They're usually an amazing team. And she is as unafraid as Donald Trump is. So she's going to go out there and do what's right for America. She's going to call out what needs to be called out, and they're going to fix what needs to be fixed. I can see why the Democrats are panicking. When you start hearing reports like that flying to them, that is the worst case scenario because she's got no love for the swamp just like Donald Trump's got no love for the swamp she has no love for the corruption that's happening in our Department of Justice she has no love for the FBI on the upper end and the corruption that's happening there she supports law enforcement she's got no interest in helping Ukraine anymore I mean this girl would be good she'd be very very good (laughs) I don't I that would be a dangerous ticket for the Democrats. It'd be great for us because naturally we like them. So we're going to be happy, but it's dangerous for them because they're going to look at that and start panicking and say that they're going to be uh, investigating people. They're going to be draining the swamp. And for them, that's, that's a, a bad moment. You know, you're going to have a lot of people exposed. Uh, at least you would hope so. You know, I, I still, I'm always leery about anybody paying any price at the top end because they never do. You know, you, you watch a Durham, and the reason I don't cover Durham so much is uh, you're arresting all the chumps, and you're even letting some of the bigger players, they're already go through and they're found not guilty. It's a waste of time. It's a show. That's why no one's watching it. That's why I'm not watching it, and that's why some people are still paying attention to it, hoping to eventually get to the big fish, but I think their hope's misguided. You've never gotten to the big fish up to this point. You're not going to get one. So having a dynamic team in there like Trump and Marjorie Taylor Greene 
Like if you have those two in there, you're gonna there's gonna be enough pressure to get to the bottom and make some people pay. Some big named politicians that are involved in all this nonsense are actually for once in their life gonna have to pay the piper. And for America, I think that would be fantastic for us to see it. It might restore our hope that if we elect the right leaders, they'll do the right thing. And then that way it will tighten up politicians. They won't be so uh, willing to be corrupt. They'll In the back of their mind, they'll think, oh, you know, if we play that game, man, there's a good chance we're going to jail. We better not do it. And that's where we need to be at in this country. So if it does turn out, I mean, there's a lot of what ifs, but if it does turn out that Trump does run because we don't know that for sure yet, and he does choose green, which we don't know for sure yet because you don't even know if he's running, but if it does go in that direction, I think that would be a very positive step for America in restoring us. Number one, restoring the economy uh, and getting everything back under control. And then number two, possibly going after some politicians and people finally paying. I think it would be good. We'll have to wait and see. I expect that if Trump's going to run, it's going to be, the announcement will probably come after January. Once everybody's in place, that's what I would expect. I can't say that's going to be the way it's going to go down because he he knows how to play the game. He knows if he announces it that early, he's just going to get under their skin and start driving them crazy that early. So we'll see. Florida. Um, Ron DeSantis, if you remember yesterday, I said I would, uh, my recording times are off from when the debate was, uh, handled himself very professional, very well. And, you know, there was some, uh, disruptors in the crowd there that were yelling and screaming obscenities and chanting for Chris and whatnot. And kind of annoying, really. My brother-in-law was texting me during the time and, uh, going back and forth a little bit. I, I didn't watch it live. I ended up watching it after the fact, just because I was too busy. Um, but he was even saying that the people in the crowd are just annoying. Um, Chris pretty much lied the entire time. It was it was disgusting during the debate. I've never seen a politician lie as much as he has. It's not surprising coming from him because he's like Florida's chameleon. First you're Republican, then you're independent, then you're Democrat. First you're against abortion, now you're for abortion. This guy's all over the place. He doesn't know what the hell he is. He's a chameleon. He'll do whatever, say whatever needs to be done to get where he wants to get to. So that guy's full of crap anyways. Ron DeSantis, professional, poised, seasoned, did a great job. He's already ahead, potentially by one of the biggest leads that we've had in, I think it's since 2000 or it might be a little earlier. I mean, he's he's in a position to win big in Florida. I mean, huge. So, or as Trump would say, huge. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so all he had to do was show up, not make any mistakes, and just let Charlie Chris hang himself and show what a liar he truly is. And I think that he accomplished that yesterday or uh, Monday night. So that was a good thing. Um, staying in Florida, officers with the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office just rescued eight women who were forced into sex trafficking in Florida by smugglers who, uh, who illegally brought them into the U.S. through the southern border. They also arrested their alleged smugglers and traffickers, uh, Rosalita, uh, Ro- Ro- Rosalia, excuse me. Leonard Garcia, who's 29, and Amet, uh, I'm not even going there, and Amet, he's 35. <laughs> I just, yeah, my names are just, it's not going to happen. 
the they arrested him. Uh, oddly enough, I know that this is going to be a big surprise to you. Get ready, you know, do what you got to do to get prepared for something so shocking it's going to blow your mind. The people that smuggled him in were illegals. Oh my God. What a revelation. They all came through the southern border. They have these poor women that they brought here uh, for terrible, terrible reasons. And they've gone through, I can't even imagine the hell that they've been through on their journey. And now while they are here, luckily they have been saved at this point And hopefully they will get the attention that they need as far as medically and mentally to deal with what just happened to them and they can get back to some type of normalcy in their life. And I hope that the other two dirtbags cook. This is Biden's policies. This is the Democrats' policies. This is what's going on day-to-day in the United States, what's coming across our border day-to-day into this United States. And it's all because Democrats love an open border policy. They're soft on crime. This is what happens. November's November's right around the corner. Elections are coming. (laughs) Make sure you vote correctly. You know, I can't tell you who to vote for. That's not my place in life. Everybody makes a decision, but uh, just know that if you don't vote for people who care about this country, securing our borders, support law enforcement, care about our economy, care about our energy in a way that is beneficial to us, just know that what is happening right now, you're voting for more of that. Make sure you vote accordingly. It's bad. I don't... don't, I'm tired of going through it. Two years later, I'm tired. I'm wore out. I'm wore out every time that I go to the grocery store. Uh, it's just literally killing me. I, I just, it blows my mind. Eggs. Yeah, Farmer Drew and me talked about this and everything, and he even offered to send me eggs. He's <laughs> a solid guy there. Uh, eggs in the state of Florida. If you don't have chickens, oh, man. I walked by and I saw the carton of eggs, $8 for a dozen of extra large eggs, $8. I can tell you for sure without any, without missing a beat under Trump, those eggs were about $2 and 89 cents for the dozen, $8. We are almost four times higher just for eggs. So if that's what you like, if that's what you want to see every day, keep voting blue. If you're tired of it and you're ready for a change, you might want to try anybody that's got an R next to their name, please. Let me let me wait, let me stop what I'm about to say there. Please make sure you know who you're voting for. Just because there's an R there doesn't always make them the best choice. Uh, but 99% of the time, if you'd like this to change, vote for the R and not the D. I'm just saying. All right, that'll wrap it up for me on this hump day. If you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. It will, uh, on Apple especially, it will help people find me. Not to mention, it gives me a warm feeling inside. <laughs> All right, anyways, please rate and review me. Uh, if you'd like to check out anything else I do, go to my website. If you'd like to contact me, there is a contact section there. Send me a message. Beyond that, I hope you have a wonderful hump day. The week is half over, and we will do it again tomorrow.